Welcome to Enchenio and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with easy, simple, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music and I'm fully aware I can't sing, but I do it anyways. I am fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon. And I freaking love ice cream, lots of it. In this podcast, I invite special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story behind their business. And plus, the most valuable tips, tools, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. Enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of Unchenio and Strength. And for today's special guest, we have Mildred Talabi. Hi, Mildred. How are you? Hi, Maria. I'm great and so, so good to talk to you in this call. I'm delighted to have you here, Mildred. You are an expert on LinkedIn. You're a visibility coach for LinkedIn. Uh, and this is like a platform that a lot of people are using now. So I'm delighted to pick your brain today. <laughs> but um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you get started, Lovey? Okay, sure. So I have a very probably a very untraditional background and I've done lots of different things um, in life so how I ended up where I am the, the small the short version of the story is I started off as a journalist so I trained as a journalist and I worked in the media for a bit and it was while I was working in a magazine as assistant editor of a magazine I also had to recruit people so as part of my role um, recruiting people I saw lots and lots of CVs in the it was about two years I was in this role and then in that time I saw so many CVs and cover letters and the vast majority of them were rubbish <laughs> to put it quite <laughs> bluntly so, <laughs> you know so they, they weren't very good at all and I, I started thinking what on earth are people doing sending out these things time and time again to employers and wondering why they're not getting anywhere so the entrepreneurial side of me, which has always been there, kind of kicked in. And I thought, you know what? Two things I've always been good at, writing and, and editing. So I have a way with words. And I've always been told that's one of my gifts. So I thought, I can make something of this. Why don't I set up a little business on the side, just, you know, helping people write good CVs to help them get jobs. And that's, that was all it was ever meant to be, a side hustle. You know, while I went along and pursued my media career, which later turned into communications and PR, etc. But along the way, while the side hustle, I was doing it on the side, it kept growing and growing in terms of the, the demand. I started branching out into doing workshops around CV writing. Wow. And then I was starting, I, yes. And then when I got my, in 2000, 2011, I wrote my first book, which was um, Seven Keys to a Winning CV. And when that got published, you know, that really, I got speaking engagements. I was talking about careers all the time. And then I wrote my second book on job hunting. And this thing that was meant to be a side thing really took on a life of, of its own <laughs> over, it ended up being 12 years, you know, that, that I, I, I had this side business. Now, where LinkedIn fits into that is along the way, doing CVs. So I was mainly working with mid to senior level professionals and I was doing their CVs and LinkedIn profile for job purposes, you know, towards the, the um, when LinkedIn became more prominent. But then I started to get inquiries also from people who were in business, who were coming onto LinkedIn 
and realizing that actually I need to be on this platform, but I have a rubbish profile. I don't know how to sell myself correctly and I need help doing that. So I went, I branched into helping both entrepreneurs and also people looking for jobs with their LinkedIn profile. And gradually I fell more and more in love with the LinkedIn side of what I was doing and the CVs started to slowly drop away in, in, in place of LinkedIn. So at the beginning of this year, actually, is when I fully made the decision to leave the CV stuff behind and focus on LinkedIn coaching. And, and what I specialize in when it comes to LinkedIn coaching is visibility. So what, what is visibility about? This is but basically, so I work with service-based women entrepreneurs. They're my main um, audience that I work with. But and there's a I lot of them. them yeah. Sorry, there's a lot of them that move their business there as well since um, quarantine. I mean, a lot of people are getting a little bit of, I'd say a little pushing themselves a little bit away from Facebook and going more into LinkedIn. Have you noticed increase, Mildred? Absolutely. So Facebook, I see, I see Facebook kind of, if Facebook is a nice platform and the groups facilities and Facebook is great. But when it comes to the actual, what people go to Facebook for, I see it. And as, as a lot of, there's a lot of cheerleaders on Facebook, you know, they will support mm -hmm. you. They will clap for you. They will like your stuff but they don't want to buy your service. They don't want to pay yes. you for your coaching. <laughs> they, mm -hmm. they don't want to buy your products, you know, because they're not there for that. That's not what their aim is. They're there to look at cat videos and like, and like cute pictures of your babies. <laughs> That's about it, you, <laughs> you know? So, so like, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's one key difference. LinkedIn has a different audience and a different, who have a different mindset, you know? And, and I definitely noticed the difference between the two platforms. And I was on Instagram as well and, and a few of the others. But I noticed that with LinkedIn, so LinkedIn became the number one source of leads for my business while I was still doing the CV work. Mm -hmm. I was getting inbound inquiries all the time in terms of people approaching me about what I do and wanting to work with me all the time. So I realized that one, the professional audience is there. Two, they, have, they come with a different mindset. They're coming to do business. So they're coming to engage in a yeah. professional level. So they're more likely to want to engage in somebody who's providing services. So this is, this is what made me really realize that one, all the things that I did for my own business, I can do help other people achieve in their results, which is be visible so you can promote your brand and attract your ideal clients to you easily. And that's what I specialize in these days. That was the long, short version of the story. <laughs> no, but you made it very precise. It's just like, I really, because we had a little chat about this before and it was about, you know, the CV part of it. And I was like, part of me, I was like, I was so, I was in shock, but I was like, you know, I understand that for some people it can be a little bit different, you know, especially when they want to come up professional and stuff and they don't know how to find the words or, or they put too much or they put too little or, or they don't put the right stuff in it. Uh, on their CV yes. and the same applies to when they do their LinkedIn profile right yeah yeah absolutely absolutely the same applies and 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 your LinkedIn profile is it's the first place to start you know it's where people land on your profile so they see your name and they see your headline and then they want to read your about section to see what you're about and this is where mo the majority of people fall down at this place because their about section and their profile is just it's not good you know it's it, it it's not selling you it's not talking to your audience it's not communicating effectively what you do 
So, and if you don't, if you don't get those elements right, you're missing out on a great opportunity mm-hmm. to you to speak directly to the people who potentially want to work with you. So, definitely starts with your LinkedIn profile and having a good write up about yourself. That is paramount to to getting good success on LinkedIn. And Mildred, can I ask you, because it might be a silly thing though, but you know, it's like some people says like, okay, if you have a picture profile on LinkedIn, it should be different on all social, de- social media platforms, right? Because uh, there was, I'm saying this because there was a picture on LinkedIn that the only reason why I caught my eye and I'm laughing at it is because the woman was smoking a cigarette and <laughs> she was smoking a cigarette, right? Very, it looked like it was like, you know, that she went out partying. She took a picture. She was like, this is a great idea. I'm going to put it as my LinkedIn profile. And then when I looked at it on, you know, oh, wow. I, was being, I was being curious. So I looked at it on Facebook and it was the same. And I was like, okay, this just, you know, and everybody has their vices and stuff like that. But Mm-hmm. <laughs> how important wow. is your picture <laughs> the picture in the background you know the background cover of in LinkedIn as well yes okay so you th- that question is so timely because literally yesterday so this week is my was my birthday you know Happy so birthday. I, I <laughs> thank you thank you very much you know so it was Sunday was my birthday so yesterday Monday I went live with a brand new profile picture on LinkedIn that I've, I've it's all on all my platforms now so it's mm-hmm. so you'll see it everywhere so and I'll come back to that in a minute and um, so it's I went live with that the reason being the old picture that I had I, I I didn't feel like it represented me enough it was quite serious it was quite formal mm-hmm. suited and booted and it, it, it may do for a while and normally I leave my pictures and I recommend people leave their pictures for about three years you know in terms of your brand image but this one was less than a year and it had to go so that was my birthday treat to myself (laughs) like a revamp of reintroducing to the world this is actually Mildred so the picture you now see that's me that's I like that that speaks about who I am you get an element of my character and personality just through that picture alone so do I think that pictures matter absolutely picture is a huge part of your personal brand. So like the lady that you spoke about, if she wants to be a, somebody who's associated with cigarettes, then absolutely that's mm-hmm. fine. Use the picture of you in that manner everywhere. But if that's not what you're trying to communicate, then that picture needs to go, mm-hmm. you know? So, cause these are the things that people use to, to make an, an, an informed decision about whether they want to work with you. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, your picture helps to build trust, you know? The, the banner, like you said, the banner image, that place on LinkedIn, that is prime real estate for advertising. That's your personal billboard. Oh, I love how you so said it. So when you leave it blank, <laughs> yeah, prime that is absolutely your personal. can't put it in better words than <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. It's true, isn't it? So it's your shop, yeah. It, it's just there. It's your shop. Yeah, that's it. It's your shop. It's there, it's, it's there to work for you. You know, so many people are not letting it do the work that it wants to do. So definitely do a personalized banner and not have the bland blue background that LinkedIn gives you. And that banner needs to speak about exactly who you are, what you do and what you have to offer your clients, mm-hmm. but without being too wordy or, you yeah. know, or unattractive or anything like that. So <laughs> there is a technique to it. But yeah, so those two things are really important, you know, when it comes to your LinkedIn profile, a good picture, a good banner and a good um, profile write-up. 
I like how you put the picture. Um, I, you know, the picture con. Um, how you say? Ah. The word is not coming to me. The picture concept that is like it's something that represents you in all your way, you know, like okay, if like this lady that we were talking that if that's who she wants to attract and that's the people she wants to work with, and people might feel attracted, you know, and some people don't, and that's like everybody. We have our dear clients and we have people that, you know, we they don't like us. Not that they don't like it, but we don't, you know, we don't relate. <clears throat> Pardon me. So, and also on that, you said that you use the same pictures in all your social media platforms. That is another thing. You know Absolutely. how like sometimes I like this, ad, but things have changed a lot, especially in business and for women and stuff. But you know, with that we have brought something different into business because before when you used to jump in LinkedIn, a lot of people will have the typical, you know, pose to the side, looking at nothing mm -hmm. with a suit on and their hands crossed. Am I right? Yeah, the power pose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I put my hands up. I've had one of those in the past, you know. <laughs> and it's like all of yes, yeah. And now suddenly they start changing. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. And there you go, somebody smiling, you know, and stuff like that. And I was like, that's what I personally wanted to see because I want to. I will feel more attracted by that than somebody with the power pose. <laughs> Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely things have changed and things are still changing. Yes. <laughs> Mildred, I'm going to check your picture now, though. As soon as I get out of this podcast, I'm going to go check your picture on LinkedIn. <laughs> yes, you're going to love my new picture. I hope so. And it's so me. And I love my picture. It's, you know, and, and that's the thing. When you put something out there that represents you, it's you will attract the mm -hmm. right people to you the people who resonate with you the people who connect but when you're putting a power pose type picture and that's not your that's not your personality even if you attract people to you they won't be your ideal clients because you're attracting them to a false persona of who you are so it's exactly. so important that what you put out there represents the true and authentic you you know because yeah then that way you can you can work with people you want to work with and they will get that feeling of you when they work with you and connect with you so yeah good picture and you mentioned about having it across all the platforms i definitely believe you should use the same because again we're looking at branding mm -hmm. you know if you're if you have your own business you know you are your brand you are your, especially if you're in a service business, because people are not just buying what you do, they're buying who you are, and that's mm -hmm. what they're buying into. So it's so important to have a consistent message with your brand. So you're, you're the same person on Instagram as you are on Facebook, as you are on Twitter. Yes, the way you interact with people might be a little bit different because all the platforms are a bit different, but I need to be able to recognize Maria on LinkedIn, and then I need to log into twitter and see marie and know that it's you and, and and log into instagram and you know so and having a consistent picture is just one simple way to make it easy for your ideal clients to find you and connect with you across all the platforms if you are across all of them or just you know for people to have a nice to to to, to really get to know who you are and as a person and as a brand so i definitely recommend same picture on all platforms Thank you so much for that. It was because it was like I had the same picture. And somebody was like, oh, somebody I, I wasn't even working with. But they were like, oh, I think you should change that. And especially the one on LinkedIn. And I was like, 
I don't have one of those power pictures, power pose pictures. And I am refusing to take one of those because I do not like them. (laughs) Yes, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) But it was that because I had, had like, you know, I had one of my friends. He's a a professional photographer. And it was that. He was like, well, if you're going to be in that platform, I should suggest you. And I was like, no. I was like, no way. I was like, that might work for other people with other type of businesses. But if you are, you know, as you said, a service-based business, if you're a coach, if you're helping people change your lives and everything you want to you want to show your real self mm-hmm. absolutely yeah no resist resist keep fighting the fight against power post pictures so now you're full-time in your business are you this i am i am yes absolutely and it's and it's i can't believe it took me so long to actually make the shift because as i said it was I spent 12 years with one foot in both worlds, you know, doing my, doing a day job, always with flexible hours because I needed time to do my business. Mm -hmm. But it was literally the beginning of this year that I jumped full time. And, you know, actually this is, this is a, this is an, have I said this publicly? Actually, I said this in my book, but this is the second time, but this time is for real because the first time was 10 years ago. When I left, I was working in a communications job at the time and my CV business wasn't in the early stages, but I saw it had such potential. And I, and I, after about three years in that job, I said to them, you know what, I'm leaving and I'm, and I'm leaving to be an entrepreneur full time, (laughs) you know? So, and that was quite a big deal at the time because they were like, oh my gosh, we have people leave all the time, but never to do their own business. So, so they had a, like a leaving party for me. The, the CEO did a speech and said, you know, we're so proud of Mildred going off to do her own business. And yeah, it was exciting, but it didn't last. <laughs> <laughs> and Mildred, what was it though? Because you, you probably, I think there's a lot of people that go through that. You know, they're like, okay, I'm going to do it. And maybe the time is... Because I sometimes say all the time, you know, nothing is ever perfect, but sometimes mm. things require more attention than we, we expected it to require. Does that make sense? You know, like let's yeah, say family yeah, or other things that you, as much as you want to work in your business, sometimes you have to give your time to other things. So what was it in your case? Uh, the, 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 the hard cold truth, Maria, was money. Income and this is this is the thing and this and this is what I learned in high school. So I lasted eight months. At the time, I didn't have kids. It was me and my husband, and you know we we were both doing entrepreneurs, but he was still working at the time. So it was literally a case of while I was in the job, I was getting this good side income from my business. So in my head, I thought, well, if I can achieve this kind of income in doing working on my business just part time, then imagine what would happen if I worked on my business full time, Mm -hmm. you know, so not realizing that in order to replicate that same kind of income stream, that so much more needed to be put in place systems. And there were knowledge gaps that I I had, you know, in terms of how to actually build a structure for a business to generate consistent income. So some months it was really good. Other months it was really bad, you know, and it was this roller coaster of ups and downs that it really got 
unstable and my husband was like you know what I love you I believe in you but um you've got to go back to work <laughs> you know so this is like after eight months he couldn't take it anymore it's like we're trying to build a life here but we can't even predict the income that you're gonna get one month or the other you know so so that was difficult and then one thing I also learned as well is that when you're not financially stable, and this is why I now caution people before, like before taking a jump from your full-time job to self-employment, I would personally, I would suggest making sure that your self-employment replaces the mm-hmm. income you get from your yeah. full-time job at a very minimum. Like that's yeah. the minimum requirement. I didn't do that, you know? So I just, I left on hopes and dreams, mm-hmm. you know? And the thing is when you're trying to run a business, and you don't have that financial security, you make bad decisions. Yes. You know, you make bad decisions and you come across desperate sometimes. You'll take every client, any and every client, because just, you know, you need the money. So you just not, you're not running your business from a CEO level. You're running it from on the ground. And from the ground, you can't see much and you can't strategize and you can't plan because you're worrying about when am I going to get the next client to pay my bill for next month, you know? So... So it wasn't, so yeah, that wasn't good. I wasn't ready then to go full time. I thought I was and I wasn't. But now, 10 years later, I'm a different person. It's just like you speak like a CEO. I'm like, I can't imagine how you spoke before, but now it's like, yeah, boom, 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 this and that. And you're being very honest, which I really, really appreciate, you know, because there's a lot of people that will tell you, you know, you start a business and they're like, oh yeah, you'll be fine. Like in a year you can quit and like, you know, you're making this and that amount of money. And it's like, in a year might pass, a little bit more might pass, you know, and you just keep it above, you know, it's just like, okay, what else? And as you said it's like the more the more you need that money the more desperate you come across and people can tell that yeah yeah and it puts up people it puts people off absolutely Mm -hmm. does so yeah you're not in a good place to make decisions when money is an issue so it's not a good not a good plan right I really appreciate that because you know a lot of people like you know they say okay well if you want to start a business and you want to invest, right, you have to have some sort of income that comes from there. Let's say if you need a coach that, okay, I need to help with building the business, or I need this, or, you know, any sort of education or anything that you need to go on with your business, or if you're selling products, you need a capital to start. You need something to, you know, bring money from. And if you just quit your job thinking that like, okay, yeah, putting everything out to the universe, because... And we, we all want to be yes. optimistic, you know, and, you know, and like, yay. Yes, yes. It'll be fine in a few months, you know, I'll be earning this much and this will be fine. So it took a big, it's, took a lot for me to actually admit that it wasn't working (laughs) you know that it wasn't working that it's time to go back to work at least for another season until you're ready to leave again so so yeah definitely you can it's good to be optimistic but you have to balance it with a bit of realism and Mm -hmm. and some wisdom as well which I now have with age. <laughs> I didn't have then. <laughs> well, congratulations, Tommy. You're pursuing your dreams. You're, and you have never stopped writing either. 
you you're on your third book now fourth my fourth (laughs) (laughs) yes yes no no I love I I love writing but I I write out of a need so I write blogs I blog and I write content on LinkedIn etc but with the books it's always so my first book was about CVs and now because I was serving um, mm-hmm. the audience at the time and I couldn't get everywhere I couldn't despite all the speaking engagements and the one-to-ones like I needed to I felt like I needed to share my my doctrine of good CVs to as many people as possible and I can't physically do that as one person so a book was a great way to reach more people so that that was how the first one came and then the second one again the signs of successful job hunting again it's that whole I have a message that I feel will benefit lots of people a book a book is a great way to get your message out you know yeah. it's great for so many ways you know that it's great for your message it's great for your brand it's great for establishing credibility and expert status it's so 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 many things that a book can do for you which is why the book I'm working on now is about LinkedIn and visibility it's about being visible on LinkedIn you know so that that's due to come out in September but really strategies for women especially on how you can be visible and how you can use LinkedIn LinkedIn as the platform to do that so that's that's the next one I'm working on um book number four awesome so, number three was a children's book <laughs> for my girls oh that's so sweet <laughs> did you teach them how to clean yes. the house and all that did you teach them how to behave <laughs> well i'm waiting until they become as soon as they're old enough they can help with that they're four <laughs> and five at the moment so they're Aww. still they're still young but yeah but that one was a book of positive affirmations for them to really speak over themselves and realize just how great they are because sometimes society will not tell you that you know and yeah. you need to hear it at home oh, and from yourself that's so sweet oh, i love it <laughs> mildred lovey thank you so much for today i have learned so much <laughs> so much and it's those little simple things that le- thanks for letting me ask you because you, you know in my head i'm like oh that might be a bit silly how am i gonna ask her about the picture you know you should know these things but things change all the time and you know as i said before it's like I think women, we have brought a different perspective on business as well. So we're bringing a little bit more of the feminine side to it. <laughs> it's not all Yes, powerful. absolutely. <laughs> yes. So, so Mildred, if anybody wants to reach out and, and get to know you more, work with you, uh, where they can reach you. I'm going to drop it in the podcast anyways, but if you can tell us now, great. Absolutely. My, my number one place is on LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it'll be on LinkedIn. Yes. (laughs) So yeah, absolutely. Find me on LinkedIn and then I can direct you to other places from there, but it's Mildred, Mildred Talabi. I'm under my real name. And if you are going to connect, just let me know you heard about it from this podcast and then yeah, I'm more than happy to connect and, and, and follow up with people through LinkedIn awesome yeah well that is the best way so if you want to learn how to grow your linkedin how to become more visible how to actually use it properly as a tool to grow your business and reach out to your ideal clients check out um mildred and have a chat with her though like i said i've learned so much today just from this podcast so i can't imagine how much more you have to give out there to help people thank you thank you now there's loads loads every day i'm sharing stuff to help people on you know, to old LinkedIn strategies. And I have a weekly newsletter as well that, you know, is officially launching on the 6th of July. 
So again, this is for women entrepreneurs and service-based businesses, and it's all about weekly tips on how you can leverage LinkedIn as a platform to help with your business. So, but again, if you find me on LinkedIn, then I can direct you to how you can get on the newsletter list. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much, Mildred. Thanks for everything. Thank you for having me, Marie. It's been lovely talking to you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> to you too, love you. So thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop a comment or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business? I am Maria C. Krause, and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in our online magazine on genuine strength, or simply want to know how I can help you to take your business to the next level, you can find me at all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and business. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Love, light, be.